Hey guys, welcome to Wedding Pros Podcast. We are still in Vegas. Super excited to be here. How, how's Vegas been for you, Jared, so far? Uh, Vegas has been good. We've been mostly in the, the, the hotel here, the suite, but have gotten some good food, got some good pizza. Haven't been able to make it out and, and do any shows or gambling yet, but uh, hmm. I think that's the plan. Right? It, you know, it's like Vegas is this weird ecosystem that if you've never been to Vegas, it's wacky. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was infuriating. As soon as we got here last night, I was like, I'm tired, I'm angry, and I don't know where I'm going, so it was infuriating. It's because you took the Uber. You can't do Ubers in Vegas. I know. I didn't taxes. know that, but yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we got a special guest today, George Recur. Um, Hi. So, how you doing? I'm doing great. Amazing. I love Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for being on. And thank you for having me. You just me. came back from some film reviews, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Amazing film reviews. That's why one of the main reasons I love uh, WPPI is awesome. the film reviews, uh, the judging. Uh, so much good feedback. So many amazing films. So, why don't you tell everybody about what you do and, and about your business and, and what you do? Yes. So, um, we are... A photography uh, and cinematography business out of Washington, D.C., Marty Harson Studios. Um, it's started by my wife uh, about eight years ago. Um, I came on board kind of a year after uh, from necessity of somebody doing video for the company. Everybody was asking, uh, do you know any videographer? Uh, and I had some video background, so kind of I fell right into it. So it's, it was pretty good. Uh, and we're doing mostly weddings um, since then, and, and, and we're pretty happy with where we are right now. What's, uh, so a so couple kind of follow-up questions on yes. that that we try to ask videographers because I think mm -hmm. it's um, something that people are interested in, um, and we're trying to do more of it. But of course. on average, you know, how much are you charging? Mm -hmm. How many weddings are you taking a year? And primarily, what kind of camera are you shooting on? Yes, so um, we're doing around... I would say 20 to 25 weddings per year. We try to um, keep it a low volume, high quality um, type of type of wedding. Um, and we're doing anywhere from small weddings, like $5,000, I would say, for an eight hour wedding to huge weddings, six day, you know, Indian weddings. We do a lot of, a lot of big, big weddings. Uh, so you, you're, you were mentioned that to me several times and yes. you do a lot of Indian weddings. Like, yes. That is such a fascinating part of the market to me because it's literally a niche market. Yes. And you have to know a lot about it. How would you say, like, how did you guys get into that n the niche? I think we got there not by mistake, but by chance. <laughs> um, so this area, I, I, I think it's so multicultural, diverse. Uh, and Indian weddings, for example, is, is like a huge market in the DC area. So. Um, we got an inquiry like a long time ago. We were like in right in the beginning, um, five, six years ago. Um, and uh, we were not as expensive. So uh, one of the Indian uh, culture, it, it, they always uh, try to kind of find good deals. So yeah. I think negotiation and the, the negotiation, you the, know, the it, whole it's, like it's, it's hey, so I saw that it's a 10 hour <laughs> wedding. Can yeah. I do four hours on Friday and six <laughs> hours on Saturday? Um, not, not quite. quite well, no, that, we but really yeah. have had we have had yeah, that I, happen. I bet. I, I bet. But no. So so we we're like in the beginning and, and I think there was like a lower budget wedding. Um, the first one we got, I remember it was like December it was snowing in D.C. Um, and, and she's like, you know, we told her straight up like, we never done an India wedding. She's like, 
don't worry about it. I'll guide you through, you know, we'll, I will send you like information, like what's going on. Cause, cause you need to know a lot of things uh, for those ethnic weddings because they have so many things going on, like uh, so many traditions. Yeah, that, very that personal to them. Exactly. So, so that's pretty much what happened. Like she, she, she like kind of guide us through the process and, and she was like really nice about it. And, and, and uh, we kind of started from there. Like we had first wedding, then we, kind of fall in love actually my wife you know we married for 11 years uh this year so uh she's like <laughs> she's like we never had a actual big wedding but she's like you know after we saw their wedding and uh you know we got to go to more india weddings she's like if i'm if we're having a wedding we have an india wedding <laughs> just because i like the like the whole thing the how, how it looks and that's the that, colors that, are they're awesome man. that it's it's, yeah. it's like so much to an india wedding uh, like like to be honest, like right now when we do eight hours, like traditional American weddings, like I literally get bored. Mm -hmm. Like uh, with, because we do so many, I think 80% I would say from our weddings are ethnic weddings or like some type of a fusion wedding, you know, like yeah. nice. American Indian, we do a lot of uh, Ethiopian, you know, and, and, and other cultures. Those like, are, those Ethiopian weddings are like, a king is getting married. Yes. Yeah. Same so, thing with Indians, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so when, when you do, an Indian wedding, you know, I, I think somebody says an Indian wedding mm -hmm. and in a lot of people's head, they think about like, you know, Indian music, it's going to be like a very Indian feeling wedding. Mm -hmm. Do you find that that's the case a lot in the, in the films that you try to make? Do you try to make it an Indian wedding film or do you, you try to make the, it the, the film he delivers? Yeah, the film that you deliver. Do you try to make it more of your film with maybe mm -hmm. like an Indian twist? So it is kind of a more fusion yeah, feel or. Yeah. So so there's a few and that's a great question um so from the beginning of of our business we always try to 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 stand out from everybody um, and one way um of, of standing out is trying to do things our way yeah. obviously keeping in mind the culture keeping in mind all the you know things that go into into an india wedding and their expectations uh, because uh, we were just talking a little bit before this about music and music selection so for them Indian music is very important to be yeah. used in a film, yeah. you know, and every time we meet with a couple, with an with Indian couple, that's like one of the first thing we put out there that we do not use music that's not licensed. Mm -hmm. And Indian music, you cannot license. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, it's, hard. it's hard to license and 99% of the time you can't license, you mm -hmm. know. So And you never know. It could randomly be copyrighted. You never know. Yes, but we, we do not want to take that chance for, for our clients and sure. for us. We always, uh, yep. you know, want to use licensed music. By the so way, if you're listening to this, I would say that's Wedding Filmmaker 101. Learn to get good at that conversation. No matter what wedding you're doing, yeah. if you're not telling people, I don't use wedding. Just, just memorize it, recite it. We yes. don't use music that's not licensed, and then stop using unlicensed music. Yes, because that's so many issues can come out of it. And at the end of the day, you're making a disservice to your client because, mm -hmm. let's say, for some reason, the video gets flagged down. You know, uh, they can't even share it with their exactly, family. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or the account gets shut shut off. Or yeah. worst case scenario, they get sued. But in the same time, you get used to being able to say no from the beginning, and that way becomes part of your business And there's a model. good reason yeah. for it yes. when you feel have the confidence. So you're dealing with people, it's very important to them, and you're letting them know you don't, do, and they're like, oh, that's cool. How yeah. does that conversation go? Yeah, I mean, we, we always say, you know, we, we love what we do, we want you to enjoy your film, and you know, we will not use stuff that's not licensed, because at the end of the day, we are, we want you to, to be able to post it, we want you to be able to enjoy 100%. Yeah. And, you, and know. you find they understand and they're... Yes, we do not use unlicensed music. That's, like, that's fascinating about like 
a cool thing about America. You're yeah. you're from Romania. Yes. And you know we probably most of us. Your your wife is first generation, right? Mm-hmm. Like my wife is second generation, and like it's always about like really. I mean, I don't like this. I don't mean this in a derogatory way. Becoming yeah. an American. Yeah. And it's like merging cultures together, and yeah. like this is part of how we do it. Yep. It's yep. like it's like oh, it's an Indian wedding, but it's also American. Yes. Like you're an American, but also you're you're yep. an Indian American. Yep. It's it's tempting too because you're like. Yeah, I can't use a Coldplay song because that will get flagged in a heartbeat or Justin Bieber yeah. or whatever. But like some kind of like Indian music, uh, I could probably get away from it or, or get away with it for a little bit. But like, yeah. you know, even like two, three years, who knows what the industry is going to be yeah. like. Like there's going to be some way that they will be able to track you down. And like, yeah, you might be able to get away with yep. it for a little bit for an Indian wedding specifically. But long term, it's not worth playing that game. And to be honest, a lot of the time people don't even know this, but a lot of the labels like indie music labels yeah. are owned by Sony by no Universal yeah. so they yeah. they 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 a lot of companies that you don't even know yep. you might say yeah it's an indian song but it is owned by Sony yes. and Sony yep. it is an american company oh and, and <laughs> that it business is big business oh yeah it's yeah. worth taking your thing down because oh, yeah. out there like if it's important, India is not a small country. No, nope. yeah. <laughs> it's got nope. a lot of people, and, and it's an upgrowing. It's it's an upcoming economy, and yeah. and, and it's just a matter of time, I think, uh, until you know everything will be uh, very tight. You know, in terms of like licensing and stuff yeah. like that. Everywhere, I think so, so too, and I, I think having your eye towards the future, having your eye towards yeah. tomorrow, is how you should run your business. So um, I, I have a question. Just yes. you know, I don't mean to keep on harping on um mm-hmm. you know a very small kind of part of the wedding industry yeah, yeah, and probably a smaller part of uh, you know what you do um but i think it's a good question because there's a lot of people out there that wonder and get asked this question i get asked mm-hmm. this question and i honestly am like i don't know um you know when i've shot indian weddings in the past a lot of times it's 10 o'clock in the morning right mm-hmm. it's a, the ceremony yeah they have the the lunch and kind of a big break mm-hmm. in between and people are always like well when do your hours start Mm -hmm. They start at the beginning of the day and then you have your hours for the whole day. Or is it you start your day, you do first half of the day, you actually take a break where you don't charge Mm -hmm. and then you finish off the day with, you know, your normal rate. We literally get asked this question Mm -hmm. all the time. They want your billing to be paused. Yeah. Yeah. And we understand that. And uh, basically what what happened, we build certain packages for Indian weddings and big weddings only because we know anything that will be over 12 hours it has some type of break in the middle so even when we send our packages let's say the Indian packages to, to our clients you know that's expected like we yeah. put continuous hours so you're gonna have us for let's say 16 continuous hours. that's like a typical Indian wedding day 16 continuous hour and that's ex- expected to have a, a two to three hour break. well you're basically. gonna have a break but you're not gonna yeah. say to them like mm. oh you're going to get a cost break because no, 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 and I think no, like, yeah. I think that's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And it's very easy for them to understand. I, I yes. love the custom package. Cause yeah. like our thing with stop, go love is like, yeah, our pricing is actually on our website. So yeah. it's like, no, you get what you see. You, yeah. there's, we're not going to compromise on cost ever, yeah. but it's like the Indian wedding doesn't really work within that. So it's yeah. like they try to make fit their day into like our packages as yeah. opposed to just, nope, let's start from scratch. Let's, this is going to be a total custom package because we don't normally do this. I might tell you, you might need a second or third shooter. Yeah. You know, I know more than you. You can't really pick and choose. So you guys, 
have basically preset yes. options that go in and, and, and that, that's really fascinating. And if yeah. you're listening to this and you've never done like um, really any ethnic weddings, like yeah. um, even like if you're doing like a wedding that's any kind of East Asian wedding, like yeah. from country to country to country and region to region to region, very Dif- different, right? Yeah. And yeah. so it, obviously even within uh, Indian weddings, very different depending like, on the region yes. that you're in. You yeah. got to come in with an open mind and a learning mindset and really respect their culture and try to figure it out. That doesn't mean every one of these weddings are, you're not like a bad person. If you're like, I'm not able to do it. I can't, exactly. I'm not comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah. Cause it is, it is a lot of custom stuff and, and a lot of really tricky stuff. So what kind of camera gear are you using? What are you, what are you shooting on these days? So we started again, we just had a, just had a conversation. I started 5D Mark IIs, you know, yeah, back in the same. days, they moved to 5D Mark IIIs, then 5D Mark IVs. Are you uh, terrified that they're going to take away all your lenses with this 5R? Uh, no, no, because uh, I love Canon as a, as a, as a, as a not necessarily, I'm not um, stuck to a brand, let's let's put it that way. I love their their, their colors, I, lo- I love the, the, the way the, the Canon footage looks. Um, and, uh, and you're just you know, used to it. I'm just used to it. Plus, I invest yeah. a lot of money into like lenses, oh, yeah. uh, you know, cameras and, and, and like the batteries and all that. So um, right now we're shooting on Blackmagic uh, for 4K, um, the, the Pocket 4K uh, in, com- in combination with some Canons. Uh, we use How the do same. you find that mix to be? It's actually pretty good. Like I, I, I used some Sony before. I used some Panasonic before. Uh, and I feel that Blackmagic, at least the way we color and at least the, our workflow, uh, I think integrated pretty well uh, with, yeah. with, with our I workflow. I just did a wedding where we did 5D Mark IVs and, and every time it would switch to that Mark IV, it was so noticeable to me. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, what did we do wrong? I, I think it's obviously, we're going from the Mark IV to you yeah. know, the Black Match 4K yeah. and the 6K. I mean, the dynamic range immediately you see it. But I felt like the color was pretty it's pretty close. close. Yeah, yeah, the color is close. You look like you, skin are you tones. Doing C-log? Yeah. Uh, no, I have I have a custom like um, I have a custom. Uh, I, I'm using CineStyle uh, CineStyle yeah, yeah. uh, Technicolor, mm-hmm. uh, but even that's customized mm-hmm. for for what we do. Um, and I'm shooting like CineStyle for the past five years. So is your yeah. is your goal with the Canons to shoot? the final grade in camera no we we heavily color in it so uh i'm trying to my my goal is basically through all the cameras including drones and whatever to like i'm using some of the osmo stuff for like certain things um uh, my goal is to get them all to a close enough color um you know from where i can color it uh, the way i want it basically Mm so the 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 closer i can get it as of of a like log type of profile, you know, because even logs, the different type of logs. Oh, different, totally. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's even my within goal. Black Magic, like, yeah. it, cause we have a 6K, a 4K and an Ursa and they look a yeah. little different. A little different, yeah. I, I've, I've seen a comparison in between the 4 and the 6K. I'm pretty happy with the 4K, like the, the way, the way I, footage I like the looks, it's, it, it's amazing. And the, the quality of the footage that comes out of camera, I was just talking to my wife, like I'm looking to my films now and I'm looking to my films like, a year ago or two years ago and and i'm just talking to myself like man i love that that that, that yeah. colors that, <laughs> that that footage is like so crisp so the 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 the, the, the skin and everything else yeah. like looks so smooth so it's hard it's, to go back on yeah it's, it's 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 just like i don't know if i could go to another even canon camera that's not like a i like just did a, a grading workflow so i just did the first ever wedding i've ever done and it was a big wedding it was a four-day event 20-minute film yeah 
and I did the whole thing be raw and I was like let's just do it let's just go in and do it and <clears throat> it was so fascinating because it's so much more like editing photos again yeah because you're you're going I'm gonna change my ISO a little mm-hmm. you're not fakely raising mm-hmm. it you're not getting that like wash of fake mm-hmm. color you get yeah and then you're also adjusting your white balance mm-hmm. like a raw so you're just mm-hmm. going to change my Kelvins and like yep. give it it's not exactly the same as doing it in camera but it was really close and it was like the workflow is so different. So when I finally put the finishing LUT on, mm-hmm. I almost did no exposure color adjustments on a node yeah. in B-Roth. So we're getting into pure nerd mode. So we will move, <laughs> we'll move on. But let, let me just touch a little bit on, on this because uh, I want to, you know, say this. Uh, so even though the, the, the uh, 4K and the 6K has all this capability B-Roth, like I'm actually shooting in ProRes yep. and ProRes proxy, not mm-hmm. even light or full ProRes. And the reason is I did some testing before, like literally I bought, I, when I bought the camera before I took it to any wedding, mm-hmm. I did a lot of testing with it. I'm like, okay, I need to see before I go screw up somebody's wedding. By the way, wedding. if you're listening, <laughs> ProRes proxy is like the lowest. The lowest you can get on the Blackmagic. You can the, on get the Black on yeah. the Blackmagic. <laughs> yeah. it's, it actually still is a relatively big file compared yeah. to other ones, but but it's much, more, much lower than the raw format, yeah. which is, basically like straight out of sensor and it's also much lower than the highest quality ProRes format so if you're not like a nerd like us that's (laughs) i'll I'll translate yeah so so you don't really have to shoot raw on black magic to get amazing results you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's what i figured out from my testing and actually everything pretty much except like some corporate stuff i'm not shooting b-raw because of the size and because of the workflow because i shoot and edit in final cut final cut does not have a b-raw option yeah. nope. yet so not yet so Canon, <laughs> somehow or not not Canon, apple uh, apple and i know you don't care about us but please you license somehow, it please give me hey they just released your mac pro come on they, they should throw you a little bit of love this year the, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but but you still can get amazing results and and to to your point uh with with the with the color uh like the balance, the white balance and stuff like that. Uh, I actually did a lot that I installed in the camera because like you said, when you look at the camera, you see all this flat, you can't really distinguish, you know, the white balance properly. So I actually had to train all my guys. We installed this lot on all our cameras where we bump up the saturation and a little bit of contrast mm-hmm. just so we will bring it to, but we actually bump up the saturation like 200%. Oh yeah. So yeah. meaning like if that thing is orange, that means it's too hot. <laughs> you know? If that thing is blue, that means it's, it's literally too, you know, too cool. So, so that's how, and, and actually since we installed that thing, like we, nail i would say 90 percent of the time white balance yeah like on the fly you know and it, like here's what i'm hearing and i hopefully if you're running a creative a wedding creative business and this goes for photography and videography um you got to test yes you gotta give yourself and sometimes you do a live test like you guys got lucky and got a low pressure low dollar indian yeah. wedding and it lets you learn and test if that was like a huge big deal maybe you wouldn't have done it as well because yeah. maybe you would have been a little uptight but give yourself low pressure situations that you can fail and experiment with yep. and figure out a way to get what you want out of your gear because it's your gear. It's yep. the, you should yeah. be owned by the gear. You should be controlling the gear. And Even having the courage to shoot proxy, like mm-hmm. we were doing the wedding that we, we do shoot B-Raw because we just want to, but I'm like, we could do 12 one. 
Yeah. It basically looks the same to me. I tested it. The, the, the footage, to be honest, like the, the size of the footage in between the proxy and the bureau 12 to 1 is not huge. Like, mm. it's, it is there, but the thing is, for me, the workflow just if doesn't make sense. If you're doing 3 to 1, if you're doing, like, if you're, if you're going to be broadcasting your films yeah. on, like, a 100-foot theater screen... Yeah. You know, or anything I, commercial. Like, I would mm. not shoot proxy for commercial work. Uh, but yeah. it's definitely, a, you know. But, you know, a wedding film. And it's not to say wedding films don't deserve to look yeah. great. But let's be reasonable about, like, you're what not getting paid by the hour. No, yeah. no. But it's, it, and it's still, I would say, it's still better quality than you can get from any Canon at the compression that, that, that it is right oh, now. You know, that, like that a, it's a beautiful compression. H, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you still can get that. that the 12.1, I actually am shocked how small it is. Oh, yeah. But how beautiful it is. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a really nice codec. So... You're a speaker here at WPPI. Yes. That's yep. awesome, dude. So, thank you. What are you What are you speaking about? Like, what's and how, did you Did you choose the topic yourself? Uh, yes. So um, a few months ago, like six months ago, not just a few months ago, um, there there was an opening to to enter uh, different topics to for the for the speaking gig here at WPPI, um, and I entered three topics, um, and one of them uh, fell through. And you know, uh, I'm 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 very happy and honored to to be able to to speak in front of you know a class of people. Have you have you taught before at WPPI? Never. Like this first is my time? first time. Yes, so actually, my second time being here at WPPI and cool. and uh, first time speaking. So you here. told awesome. me a little bit about what you're talking about, and yeah. it's really really fascinating. So why don't you share just a little tidbit because we don't yeah. want to give it all away, but share a little bit about what. And what I'd love to hear too is a little bit of how you're applying this in your own business. Yes, definitely. So my class is called DIY Promo Videos and Social Media Clips for Photographers. Um, and, and this, again, goes back to our business being a photography and cinematography business uh, and seeing the way that kind of the trend and the technology and, and, and everything goes kind of in a video towards a video uh, based or video environment, uh, we saw a need um, for, for people to know how to use video, especially if you're a photographer, you already have most of the tools, you already have the camera, you already have tripods, stabilizers, all that, uh, you already know imaging, so, you know, it's just not that hard to, to, to transition into a little bit of video that can make such a huge difference uh, for your business, because we see this difference in our business. I mean, you know, I post regularly stuff on, on, on Instagram, on, on, on YouTube, um, and we see the return from, from this, like the number of leads, like how it grows our business. And, and to be honest, like a lot of our business actually comes from, from this, you know? Yeah. So, so you're running, you're using, obviously you're posting wedding films, yeah. but you're also using video to promote photography. Yes. We start using that. Um, we still see a lot of return from the video, uh, from the video background of the weddings. But we get people being like, we find that you've done weddings here. We saw your video, but I want to hire you as a photographer yeah. because that's it, it's a way of, of so. So basically the way it works, like, let's say let's take YouTube, for example, YouTube, uh, it's 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 a Google product. It's, it's an amazing platform, which a lot of people don't know. That's that's extremely, extremely powerful. Uh, YouTube has got all this SEO, uh, SEO stuff in the background, like, for example, let's say from 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 a, a tutorial video or, or a wedding video where you have speeches like you can do automatic subtitling like closed captioning that closed captioning can be used uh, by by google for for the seo purposes and all the key key tags locations all these things that 
that that go into 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 a uh, YouTube all the video. things that everyone just skips when they're uploading <laughs> exactly <laughs> all the all the things that you actually have to put work into it every time and uh -huh. and make sure they're there because if you don't do it when you upload the video you forget about them uh, all these things actually work for you and you might not see results right away but in time like we saw the return from those things so that's a great topic. And yeah. Jared should go to your class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they still have a few seats. I know, <laughs> I know it was almost sold out. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I liked what, when you were talking a little bit about, you know, having a photo and video business. Um, yes. You know, we do photo and video. I do about great. 12 weddings a year. It's all I can we really. We used to do more. We might do I more I maxed again. out. <laughs> I maxed out because we're just doing, we're doing a lot. Way too much video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Way too much video. Um, but, uh, Something that I've seen. We have a soft spot in our heart. <laughs> and I just love doing it. I just yeah. loved uh, taking photos of people, being in control, like, you know, on a different level than yeah. filmmaking. But uh, what we saw is, you know, even our marketing dollars, we were spending mm -hmm. money on marketing for photography. And people would be like, oh, we are going to look for a videographer. We'll just go with you guys. And exactly. it's just like you, you, you make more out of your marketing dollars by, you know, investing, you know, maybe bringing a photographer on or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a good Let's, topic. I see a lot of photographers bringing on videographers yes. probably more than I see yep. videographers bringing on photographers. So how can a photographer use social media, use video with social media, like in, to for, grow their business? The, yeah. I mean, there, there's so many ways to, to do that. Uh, and it, it all depends what kind of photography business you have. And, and it all depends where you want to take your business. A lot of people can do educational stuff like you can do a lot of behind the scenes stuff that, that you know uh, can teach other photographers so you can bring that stream of income or clients can see you know how you work um, for example my wife started doing a lot of baby stuff you know like baby pictures uh, and and f you know for moms a lot of the times it's it's good for them to see you know the environment and, and it's good for them to to be able to to feel comfortable yeah, you know it's much and, more and personal exactly more exactly they see how you work they see you as a person that you're a person you're not just somebody on a pedestal you know uh and 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 they see that that you know you're working hard for 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 this kind of well stuff. my observation has always been video is much more brand driven yeah but photography is much more personality driven like there's a reason, one of the reasons why photographers get paid more, besides the fact that I think they just have a little more of an entrenched position in the booking order, and there's the demand is higher, is that it's driven by this personality, right? Mm -hmm. and, and like they're trained, you know, from the beginning, like once they start getting any training, it's really personality training. It's all about connecting with people yep. and, and being a certain type of personality. And, the, and there's so many like industry leaders in the mm -hmm. photography space that that's their brand, right? Yep. You even look at like someone like Jasmine Starr, right? Yep. Who, I don't know, does she even do photography anymore? Mm -hmm. But she she's a personality. Yes. And the reason why she does well is because you see her talking to you. And like anyone, and I wouldn't just say, so if, we do this with commercial work. Mm -hmm. It's all about like everyone wants to see video to generate trust. And, and I think photographers really should be thinking about their video, their own brand and how to promote it in the same way. Correct. I think it makes a big difference. So you were mentioning something, just pr tell everyone. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know what TikTok is, <laughs> he's gonna tell you, but also <laughs> tell everyone why they should be using TikTok. Because we don't use TikTok, yes. so convince me. <laughs> so, so TikTok, it's 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 a it's a interesting subject because right now, um, 
first of all, I mean, it's the biggest growing uh, social media platform in 2019 and almost reached half of the uh, followers of Instagram. So Instagram is about 1 billion users. TikTok, it's already up to 500 million. Uh, and they grew so fast in the last two years. And part of it is uh, because they don't have as many restrictions as Instagram and all that. So being a new platform, a lot of people can take advantage of that as soon as possible. Uh, without they build all the yeah. walls. <laughs> before, yeah. before they start cracking down and changing algorithms and, and it will be harder and harder. Uh, but one of the main things, uh, TikTok, it's, it, it, it's so great for, for everybody. Um, is because like right now, for, for example, any business that, that um, want to use TikTok in the future, Instagram took seven years to, to mature. You know, Facebook took almost 14 years to mature uh, to, to the, the, the uh, social media platform that is right now where people already start seeing return. So the, the demographic on TikTok right now, it's 16 to, you know, 24, like 41% of TikTok users are somewhere in between 16 to 21 years old. So the 16 to 20 years, one years old. They're not just going to stop aging? No, they're not gonna stop aging. <laughs> I, I like the long term, just like brand exactly, build exactly. That so, you're doing. so, so, so you want you want to start now with TikTok. You know, there there is some opportunity right now, but you might not see it right now. Yeah. But in 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 long term, I think it's 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 a good thing to to start getting into from and if now. You're, right now for Instagram, like if you're getting an Instagram, it's totally pay to play. Yes, and I think you're. By the way, you should. I'm I'm mm -hmm. in favor of paying. Yeah and boosting things and, and running ads and being, you know, a business. Um, TikTok is not there yet. TikTok's not there, it's not pay to play. Yes. You can show up and if your content's good, yep. you can actually Succeed. reach people. You cannot reach people on, on Instagram, no, Facebook yeah. for free. Yeah. That's as a business, as, as a, a business. business. Yeah, no, you Tic really can't. TikTok if you get lucky, maybe, but because yeah. there's absolutely no photographers on TikTok. Yes, and that's that's the thing. Yeah. that's the thing. TikTok, it's a video-driven mm -hmm. uh, platform. So same thing like YouTube, and that's why if you're not there, you're missing out in, yep. on a huge opportunity. Yep. You know, a business opportunity. We, we, we're talking here because you, at the end of the day, we all try to make money, and we all try to be where the money are. You well, know? it's all about. I always say like the internet is about buying real estate. Pretty much, yeah. It's real estate. You're staking your claim. Like, um, we had Ben John, Ben Heish, you know, very successful. And he became huge on Instagram in the olden days when Instagram yeah. would let him become yeah. huge. Yep. He got, in one year, I think he was saying he got 150,000 followers. Yep. Because he had um, the number one wedding shared. It was an adventure wedding. And then that he got featured by Instagram on something and you know so he had all this viral build and you it's you can't go viral on instagram no not like anymore. unless you're making a video of like someone falling down the stairs <laughs> like yeah like you you know people want to laugh on instagram and like that's pretty much it where they are now you can pay and it works and you should yep. do it but you I'm, should get in early you want to be that next binge heist you exactly. want to be that next person exactly there's, a, there's an opportunity there that's fascinating exactly and and you know compared to a lot of other social media platforms that failed you know mm -hmm. uh i think there is a future in this i mean looking at all the stats like downloads app downloads and 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 you know traffic and and all that uh it's it's extremely like the, this social media platform does extremely well compared mm -hmm. to everybody else so the future there is a future in there it's just a matter of how you can position yourself in there and how can you grow from there you know uh, yep. that's how 
things are staying right now, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what's next for you in, in like as a professional, as an artist? Like, what are you trying to challenge yourself with now? Well, I still love weddings. Like, for some reason, uh, a lot of people, they kind of get burned out in time. Like For me, for example, every wedding, it's so different, so unique. Um, and my goal is to do less wedding, better paid weddings, and to be able to, 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 be able to pick a little more, to be able to travel um, a little more. Um, we live in the D.C. area, which is which is pretty big market. Uh, we've shut almost all the venues. So every time I go to a venue, I'm like, OK, what can I do different this time? You know, what can I do? Not necessarily just so I have a different film, but even for me to challenge myself as, a, as, a, as an artist, you know, to to because it's OK to, to to shoot the same thing over and over. It's safe. You know, you're making money. It's all great. But eventually you come to that point that, OK, now what you know i cannot keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over we talk about that a lot on the podcast is like introducing challenge in your business exactly yeah that's the number one thing i see with successful people is they're constantly looking for problems to fix yes they're not sitting there and going like whether it be like i need a different way of shooting a different way of editing i think the problem you shouldn't always be fixing and successful people don't fix this problem all the time is i need more gear (laughs) <laughs> there's like, never enough gear <laughs> yeah no and also like you know that isn't the reason you suck yeah the reason yeah. you suck gear. is because you're not challenging yourself in exactly other yeah so but they always say oh i'm looking for new ways to do that like introducing challenge yes. into yeah. their business yeah. and, it's, it's, and we're always looking at it okay we did it this this way we have this opportunity now let's try it you know i mean you have to take risks you know in in, in if you want to stand out and if you want to be happy with what you're doing. Eventually, you'll need to risk. Eventually, you'll need to to to, to make yourself yeah, an adrenaline challenge. rush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we tell our guys all the time: like, you're going to a new wet. You know, we shoot at one venue every year. We probably shoot six to eight weddings. A yeah, year, same year. And so, I always tell our guys, like, our lead shooters: hey, try to do some different, pull them into a different space, and just like yeah. start things out. Our assistants is like, hey, when you're going to this wedding, this is your goal today: is make sure your audio is beautiful yes i want you to really focus on that one specific thing and like over time you kind of have this repertoire of just growing more and more and more and you know the hard thing for us who have been in the industry for a long time is we're like okay we've you know you got there now what (laughs) it could be it could feel like you're looking for problems because you are yes i I need i need this problem i need i need a white whale to chase yeah i need need a problem to solve that humans are made to solve problems and that's what keeps us going i mean if you do the same thing over and over uh, eventually you get burned out but the weddings this is the key weddings can seem the same yeah you have to change exactly yep. you yep. have to yep. you have to change your perspective yep. the yep. wedding is yep. going to change but you can change I, I like what we talked about before the podcast where we were talking about kind of like the state of the industry and like yep. what amazing wedding filmmakers are able to do right now um and i think we we've gotten to this point as as a group of of you know artists where it's like okay now we all know how to shoot a wedding right we all yep. know like not to peek yeah, out we know practices. standard yeah. practices now it allows for that extra oomph of effort like and that's where really the artistry comes from and, correct and I, I start seeing like the top people in our market charging the most money i look at alex i look at you know henry i look at ray just yeah. like the aaron all the people that are at the top and i look at all their films i'm like they're all different and that's that yep. almost like extra oomph that yep. these people are yeah. you know getting out of it personalization yep. that comes from mastery yeah and mastery comes from 
introducing challenges. So um, let's we're gonna take a huge left turn, <laughs> and we're gonna say, right. and we're gonna we always like to ask somebody something personal in the okay. podcast, and, and and just so we were like, let's talk about something that we love. Yeah. So tell me, what is your favorite thing that right now? What are you into these days? Well, uh, it can be I, anything. I, I think we talked a little bit before. Uh, before this, I started DJing at fourteen. So for me, DJing was always uh, like one of my favorite things to do, just because one, I love music and I love DJing, but second, always relaxes me. So right now. That's one of my biggest problems. I cannot go and DJ because I have to be at a wedding on Saturday. <laughs> so, but uh, like, not like wedding DJing. Like. No, I w I'm talking like club DJing. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's a different type of vibe, different type of uh, you know music. But it's 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 what I always loved, and it's probably what I al will always love. You know, like how is that my, that background influenced your edits? So yeah, that's a, that's a great question, uh, and that's kind of how I even got into where I'm at today. Um, I, since I started DJing 14 years ago, um, after I moved to the States 20 years ago, I started DJing within the DC scene and um, eventually uh, video DJing caught up uh, with, with, with the DC scene. So I had to- So this to is like when, you have a, when you're DJing, but you have a video. Yes, you. yes. Right. So you're actually DJing with music videos, basically. Yep. So, so um, this was, uh, I don't know, like 14, 15, 16 years ago, probably, I would say. Um, and um, yeah, so so we got into this video DJing and we did not have good videos to DJ with. I mean, you had just the MTV stuff, just the ordinary stuff, nothing, you know, great music, but no videos for it. It doesn't really music. work for a yes. remix. No, it doesn't work for a good remix. So I had to start editing those videos to fit the music so I could DJ with them in the clubs um, and that's how I pretty much got into editing. How fascinating is that relationship between rhythm and visuals and then emotion? Like if you sync it together and you nail it, like people move. Yes. It, but it's the same with what we're doing with wedding films. Yep. If your music, if your videos, either they pop or they rest in the right way or they have the yep. right dynamics, you're making people move in there. You're, they're dancing in their hearts. Right? Yes, it's it's 100% correct. And, uh, you know, I get this a lot. Like people's people, you know, after the wedding, like I, we literally just got an email yesterday uh, from 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 a bride that we, we, we just delivered the film at the beginning of this week. And she's like, you know, like I haven't cried this much in like my entire life. Like, those are the best emails to get like. I love when I get emails like that because that kind of va validates what we're doing. You know, yeah, that, that kind of, when you ask me, you know, what I love about doing and why I love, this is why I love mm -hmm. what I'm doing because you, you get to see happiness and, and you know, to, to, to go a step forward, like this, this bride literally like wrote me an email, like I was sick for the past two months and I felt so bad in the day that I got the video and your video kind of got me yeah. through that. It was like, you get chills, Amazing. you know, it's like Amazing. something like that, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's what we live for as, as videographers, you know, so I think having a, a good music background uh, plays in my advantage, you know, for that, yeah. because I know, you know, how to, I mean, I kind of, it's, it's like second nature to me uh, uh, to feel the music going, like, let's say with the footage, with the day and being there and, and, and seeing the day, how, how it went, like if it's a happier wedding, if it's a more emotional wedding, like, the music has a huge part. You're always that. trying to make somebody dance. Not necessarily. <laughs> uh, as, you know, some some weddings like I have couples hiring me just because 
I love like the moodiness of, of your films or mm -hmm. I, I love the emotions in your film. Like literally I had people asking for that kind of stuff yeah. and I have to tell them, you know, let's see how your day goes. Yeah, you yeah. Know, if yeah. your day, everybody jumps up, I cannot, you know, it's like there's playing no an instrument. Exactly. Yeah. Let, let, let's see how your wedding goes, you know? So, mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, I, I, I think that music background helped help like tremendously. We, we just did a um, reaction video for the first time, <laughs> right? Where they, they filmed themselves yeah. watching that 20 they minute did. film that Jay, uh, Jay mentioned. It was the first time we'd ever done that because it was like a, such a different film than we've ever done. And we're like, we really spent a lot of time listening to what their story was and creating yeah. this thing. And um, we did a lot of just customization. Like we had grandfather, the grandfather read this poem. He wasn't able to make the wedding. Yeah. So that oh, like wow. meant a lot to them. And and then there's other parts that grows really high, really low um, as far as their emotion goes. And just seeing them, it, like it's one thing when someone writes you an email and they're like, you know, yeah, this is really great. I love the film. You guys hit all the right parts. Love you guys. Thank you. Um, and it's another thing where you can just see it on their faces. Yeah. Like that oh, was like, it priceless. hit me harder than I think yeah. I've been hit with, with wedding filmmaking if you're, probably ever really. Yeah. If you're, if you're it's lucky awesome. enough to ever have a couple send you one of those, yeah, it'll just, I mean, it'll melt your heart. I mean, I watched, I don't know, I watched I their reaction with my wife. Like yeah. they were just watching. I yeah. don't know how you, I don't understand how people get burnt out. Like I know it happens, but it's just like, I can't see myself getting that way because I really do have a keen awareness of, and if I say what I'm into these days, I am into, I'm into our couples. I'm into yeah. the people we get to serve and we get to just make their, like, I feel like we are making people dance in their hearts, you know? Yep. We're create we're creating emotion and creating movement, right? We're making the world a better place. And like for all the, I like business, I like money, I like gear, but at the end of the day, it's just tools to make people yep. happy. Yeah. And it's like, it's cool. You got to remember that. Right. Yep. So my, my favorite or, or my favorite thing right now is uh, another podcast. Called, I might have done this already. Two bears, one cave. No, you didn't. Oh, well, maybe. You did, but talk <laughs> okay. about it two again. Bears of one, no two one. Bears of one cave. Definitely. No one remembered. <laughs> no one. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, two bears in one cave is Tom Segura. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. and Bert uh, Krishner. Some. Guy. Um, and they're both really funny comedians and they're really even more funny together. Probably my two of my favorite comedians out there uh and they just talk on the internet <laughs> so <laughs> it's hilarious um so i love comedy though yeah, like, I, I think we're in like a really big I'm, like i'm too <laughs> you know you know what's really interesting my wife uh english is her second language mm -hmm. she hates stand-up comedy i actually love it yeah, yeah do you okay yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah cause in the it, beginning i used to hate it because i didn't understand the joke yeah but, yeah but now i kind of get it i think <laughs> that's where she years. is where she's like <laughs> I just don't think they're very funny. Like I understand it. Isn't that yeah, weird about like, language and yeah. like back to what we were talking about with, we'll bring it full circle. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to communicate with words, music and visuals cross all languages. Oh, yes. right? And yeah. like 100%. you can communicate something emotionally. We were watching all those films that were in various yeah. East say, Asian yeah. dialects. Yeah. And I felt the same way. Exactly. Like yeah. as if they were in English. It yep. didn't, I, I could see people, I could experience it. And so, you know, this was a pretty um, like inspiring podcast. And hopefully yeah. if you heard yeah, it, you'd, so. you'd be <laughs> encouraged. Thanks for being on, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's been awesome. Yeah. Like, was, thank you for having me. It was, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Good luck in your class tomorrow. Yes. Thank good you. luck. Thank if you. Uh, th this probably is not going to be live until after your class. So. Um, if you had an opportunity to go to Georgia's class, let us know and tell us how awesome it was. Definitely reach out. Where can people find you on the internet? 
um, several ways. <laughs> Instagram, uh, George Booker Films, um, Facebook, um, Mari Harson Studios, um, website, mariharson.com. Cool. Yeah. And of course, YouTube, your, wonder yeah. your wonderful wife. Yeah, my, my wonderful my wife, Mari. She's, she's a great photographer. <laughs> yeah, definitely check it all out. Give him some love. Give him a follow. And um, man, if you want to hear more stuff from George, obviously go check him out and follow him. Um, guys, thank you so much for checking out the Wedding Pros podcast. Like We are in Vegas, like I said, so make sure to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. We're on we're in like a hundred million podcast. Yeah, platforms. Jo join the. Oh yeah, yeah. Everywhere you find podcasts, um, but the Facebook group is really where people can ask questions. Hopefully, it's it's a good community. That's what we're trying to uh, grow there. So if you're listening to this and you're not on the Wedding Pros podcast group, there's also a page. But the group, uh, make sure you're joining because that's where a lot of discussions happen and uh, yeah, the magic happens, as they say. Um, anyway, thank you for checking it out and we will see you soon.